You're listening to the Manfulness Podcast, episode number nine. Hello, my peeps. Welcome back to the Manfulness Podcast. Yes, I have had an extended break. I've been really, really sick. Uh, well, not just me, the whole family has actually. So I, um, I haven't had a voice. I haven't been able to even speak or talk, um, which is quite ironic because I'm not really the one that does do all the talking in our household. It's actually my wife. She's the one that's constantly talking. So I'm kind of annoyed that she didn't actually lose her voice and I did. Um, it's just kind of funny how the universe works in that way. It's a bit of a cosmic joke maybe, so I'm not too sure. Yeah, so I, I haven't been able to record any podcasts or anything because I just haven't had um, the voice to and our boys were quite sick. So um, for those of you out there that have kids, you'll, you'll, you'll be feeling me right now. Um, it uh, you know, takes a lot of energy and effort and it's quite uh, hard when they're, when they're unwell. I mean, you worry about them, for starters. You're, you're quite stressed about them not feeling well. And, um, yeah, you know, it, it's, it takes a lot to take care of them while you're taking care of everything else. And often what happens is you catch what they get. So that's the fun part about uh, having sick kids. It doesn't take too long before, but before you kind of catch it. So, yeah, I've been kind of MIA for a while. And um, it's been hard to uh, get on top of things now. But... We're coming back. We're, we're back into it and um, hopefully get a few more podcasts uh, done um, more frequently now that I'm feeling well again. So, yes, yeah, so here we are. It's, uh, it's uh, morning, Friday morning for me. And um, today I kind of wanted to have a chat about um, a couple of things. You know, I, I've been um, working with a few men uh, lately, uh, which has been great. I've been coaching um, a bunch of men from different age groups as well. You know, they've been, you know, older men with, with kids and businesses and sort of, um, you know, their sort of late 40s. And I've um, also been doing some work with some, some young men, you know, like 16, 17, 18. It's really interesting as well because, you know, as I, I guess I can, I can relate obviously to men that are a bit older and have kids and businesses or, 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 or in their, in their corporate jobs or careers, because that's kind of where I'm at right now. You know, I've got two kids and we've got businesses. And so when I hear the problems or the issues that they're dealing with, I can relate and resonate, you know. It's been interesting working with the younger guys because I can also resonate with them, but it feels like such a long time ago um, that I had the problems that they were having problems in. And you can imagine, you know, when you're 16, 17, 18, What's the, what's, what's the biggest thing that's affecting you? It's your friendship groups. It's school. It's wondering, do I pick the right subjects? And who am I going to become? And what do I want to be? And there's kind of this pressure to have your life kind of worked out or to uh, know who you want to be, you know. And um, it's been really interesting because I've had to kind of take a moment to think about who I was back then and how it was for me when I was 17 and 18 and going through that period of life and it feels like such a long time ago and it feels like almost like another person to be honest it feels like I don't know who that person is anymore and you know when I look at photos of myself from that time I'm like man who is that person there's like I don't feel like I I mean I know them I kind of know them like an old friend but I it's weird to look at them and go, man, that, that was me at one point in time. 
And I think it's just the amount of work that I've done on myself and the experiences that I've had and now the change in perspectives. And, you know, you, you, you kind of look back and I'm like, wow, who, who was that person back then? You know, I'd, I'd love to kind of be able to go back in time and just kind of watch them and just really see how they really were. I guess with with today's eyes and today's mind and look at them and you'll probably see all the mistakes and all the crazy stuff that we're doing. So, yeah, it, it, it's, it's really nice to kind of go back and remember who I was and, and to remember these the things that they're struggling with are, are very similar to the things that I struggled with. And, and we all might have struggled with at, those, at that age. But there's a really common theme that I'm finding that whether you're, and I'm talking to the guys out there because um, it's, it's a really important point to discuss. And, um, you know, whether it's, whether you're 17 or 18 or 19 and you're at that stage of life or whether you're in the later stages or you're older and you're, you know, you have a family, there seems to be this common theme that I'm getting from both of these clients and the question I've been asking them is why, you know? And what I mean by that is, is, is why are you doing what you're doing? Um, why, are you, uh, why are you starting this business? Why are you having a family? Why are you buying this house? Why are you doing this course? Why are you this? Why are you that? And... You know what the really crazy and sometimes sad thing really is? Is that the reason that they're doing a lot of these things is for other people. It's to make other people happy. And it's sad to think that that still goes on whether you're a 17-year-old boy or whether you're a 40-year-old man. We, we, ha- we have this thing in the background where we're doing a lot of the things that we're doing for other people. And look, part of that is okay. There's nothing wrong with doing things for other people. But it, 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 it's, it's doing it for other people and they're taking themselves out of the equation. They're doing a lot of things and none of it is for themselves. It's all for other people. And so I, 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 I'm, I'm going back to my life and thinking about how I was and, and I was definitely like this. I think growing up you know you you know you're you're with your family and your family's your world your family's your world your culture is your world you know you don't really know much more about the outside world besides what you're presented with and so i think what happens is we start to go about trying to understand who we are in this world by the response we get from our culture or the response we get from our families and so much of that is ingrained in us, you know. So much of that is ingrained about who, who we need to be and, and how we need to be based on our culture, based on our family, based on those people, those close people around us. And so in a sense, we start to derive how we get love, really, how we can attain love and significance and acknowledgement by whatever these are. Uh, prerequisites that our culture or our family or the people that we run have for us and so coming back to this young boy that I've been working with you know he's going through you know year 11 and he's not he's unhappy you know he's unhappy he doesn't know what he wants to do he doesn't even know what what he wants to be he's under a lot of pressure he's not doing well at school he he's not doing well in his sport he loves the sport that he's doing and he's, he's, he's kind of feels like he's failing at that he feels like he's not doing the right thing by everybody. 
Um, and he's just, he's just an angry kid, you know? And I sat down with him and I, and I, and I chatted to him and I said, okay, dude, cool. You know, I, I'm not part of your intimate circle. And I'm asking you what, why, why do you want to have good grades? Because I've got to get good grades. I'm like, well, why, why do you need good grades for? He goes, cause I got to be, cause I got to be good at school. I'm like, well, why do you got to be good at school? You know? Oh, I got to be good at school because I need to finish year 11 and 12. I'm like. Why do you want to finish year 11 and 12? And then he kind of finally got to the, to the, 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 the root of it. He's like, oh, I've got, got to make my mom and dad happy. I have to make sure that they, because they want me to. Like, they're not going to be happy if I don't finish school. And I'm like, is that the only reason? He's like, well, yeah. And I'm like, well, can you see why you're not doing well at it? You're, you're doing it solely for, for other people. And he, and he took a moment. He stood back and he's like, yeah, well, well, what other reason is there? And I'm like, fuck. He's not even considering himself in this equation. He's not even considering what he wants in this situation. And he's a, he's a young man, you know? And so when I sat back down with him, I said, okay, let's, let's throw that away for a moment. Who do you want to be? And he said, of course, I don't know. I don't know who I want to be. I said, well, what would you love? What would you love? Talk to me about some of your dreams. And so he talked to me about what some of the things he wanted to become and some of the dreams that he was aspiring to become. And every time he would say some of those dreams, he would be like, oh yeah, but that's not possible, or but I can't do that, or, you know, well, I mean, he even got to the stage where he, he wouldn't even talk to me about my dreams, his dreams, because he thought they were stupid. He goes, yeah, but they're not realistic. And I'm like, wow, is this what we're doing to our kids? We're building, we're building this kind of reality for them? And he didn't even want to share it. He didn't want to share his dreams. He didn't want to share his hopes because he thought that they were ridiculous or they wouldn't be in alignment with what his, his family or his surrounding environment would acknowledge. And I said, look, dude, just, just share it with me. Just talk out loud. You know, let's dream a little bit. And so he told me a little bit about what he wanted and what he would love for himself. I'm like, cool, great. Let's have a look at the schoolwork. Let's have a look at the subjects you're doing. And when we had a look at it, all the subjects that he was doing were in alignment with the goals and the dreams that he wanted, like the person that he wanted to become. And I'm like, oh man, awesome. Can you see what you're doing? There is a reason for you to stay in school and do good grades because if you want to reach this goal or this dream of yours or become this person, you're doing the right steps at the moment. So now do you feel the motivation to do it, the inspiration to do well at school, not for your parents, but for yourself. And it was a bit of a light bulb moment for him because he realized, hang on a minute, you're right. And what he was really experiencing, well, like I said, was inspiration. He was now inspired to get good grades because it was going to help him become the, the person that he wanted to be, that he dreamed of being, as opposed to doing something because it would make somebody else happy. And I said, dude, listen, if you spend all of your life trying to make other people happy, you're going to make yourself miserable. And I said, Louis, you can make yourself happy and other people happy as well. It's possible. But you have to do the things that you want to do. You have to be clear about what you love. You've got to be clear about the goals and the dreams that you have for yourself. And you've got to communicate that with the people that you love. Because I guarantee you, they're not doing it because they hate you or because they, they want to hurt you. They're doing it because they love you. Even though sometimes it might come out really weird, even though it might come across, doesn't come across that way, and they feel like they're badgering you. They're doing it because they do love you. They're just going about it the way they know how to go about it. 
But if you communicate what your goals are, what you love and what you want to become, I guarantee they will support you. But you've got to start, you've got to put the work in. You've got to put the work in and see that the steps that you're doing right now is going to lead to the things that you want to be as you, as, uh, as you get older. And that's a journey and that, and that takes time and it takes discipline and it takes effort and it takes consistency. So you're not, gonna, you're not gonna do it overnight and it's not gonna happen in a year. It might take five, 10 years, but if you stay on this path you, you, and you focus on your dreams and you really truly believe in them, you'll make them happen. And so it kind of made me sad. It, came, it made me sad to think that his focus was so limited in that respect. And I don't think anybody in his family was trying to do this to him. I think it's just, it kind of happens that way. And then, you know, I've got my other clients who are, who are older and it, the conversation was kind of similar. And I asked, you know, some of my older clients, why are you doing what you're doing? Because I've got to provide for my family. I've got to provide for my kids so that they have a good future. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's great. That's, there's nothing wrong with doing that. Of course we want the best for our kids. But is, is that the only reason? And for a lot of the guys, it's the only reason. They're only doing what they're doing for the benefit of the ones that they love. And hardly anything that they're doing is for themselves or because they love it as well. And I think this is why us, we as men, kind of feel really, um, I mean, empty inside. We feel really cold inside. And I, and I feel it's another reason why we turn our emotions off and bury them down because deep down inside, we have a passion or a love uh, or an excitement or a bliss to do something. That's an emotion. But what we often do is we just get in our heads about it. And we go, well, that passion, that love, that, that thing that I, that I would want to do doesn't make financial sense. It doesn't make sense in terms of being the provider. It doesn't make sense in terms of making the people around me happy. So why would I do it? And this is, some, this is a narrative we have to flip because it's really destroying it. And, I, and I, I was like this for a very long time. One of the things that I loved to do was play the guitar. And you know what? I haven't picked up a guitar. You know why? Because I can't see any benefit to playing a guitar for the business, for my family, for any, any other reason. There's no benefit to it. So I, I struggle to pick the guitar up, even though it's sitting in my office right now and it's looking at me, and I love to play the guitar. But to find the time to spend on that, I feel like, oh, I could use that time for something better, for something more productive, for something more useful. And this is a trap. This is the trap that we often fall into. And the trap is that we think that as long as we're serving other people, and we're doing the stuff that makes them happy, then everything is going to be happy and everyone else is going to be happy. And that's a lie. The only way you can help other people be happy is by first making yourself happy first. Because when you're a happy person, when you're a fulfilled person, when you're feeling those feelings of love and bliss and happiness and contentment, you want to work harder for your family. You want to do better. You want to become a better person. And your family sees that. And even though in the short term they might not like what you're doing, eventually that happiness will seep through to even them and it'll inspire them. It'll inspire them to be happy. You can't make anybody happy. 
That's an internal job. That's a personal job. It's, a, it's everybody's own responsibility to make ourselves happy. And happy doing the things that we're doing. And many guys out there will be like, well, I'm happy working for my family. I'm happy being the provider for them. And I'm like, absolutely go for it. But there, there's, there's also other areas of you. There's also other roles you have. And one of those roles is as an individual. So as a person, before you had kids, before you had to provide, before you had to work out who you wanted to be and, and um, what you needed to do in this world, there was the, there was the boy. And sometimes that boy needs some time. Sometimes the boy needs to go out and ride motorbikes for a little bit. Sometimes that boy needs to play some video games. Sometimes that boy needs to go hit a round of golf. Sometimes the boy needs to just be a boy and play. You know, and I think what's happening for our world, and especially it's, I'm seeing it with our kids, is that we're expecting them to grow up really soon and get out of childhood. And my... My invitation to you out there is you can always be the boy you can, and you can also be the man. Certain situations call for you to be the man, to be the provider, to get your shit together, to, to support your family. And then there's times and situations where you can be the boy and have a bit of fun and play around. My, my, the times I love the most is when I'm wrestling with my kids. It is so much fun. And I think, you know, for those men out there that don't have kids, it's such a it's 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 a time I look forward for you because it's it's such a great time. Like my son's now almost four and he wants to play with Spider Man and, and, and Iron Man and wrestle and and it's just it's it reminds me of that boy that I was. And I get to play. You know, I get to play with him. We get to muck around with it, we get to imagine, we get to pretend we're on different planets and that we're fighting aliens or we're cowboys or we're transformers or something, you know. It's this idea of play. Now, is there any purpose to it? Is, is it going to get me anywhere in life? Yeah, it's going to get me a, a long way in life. It's, it, it, it's giving me life. It's giving me, it's giving me sustenance. It's, it, it's now the reason why I do everything. So all the work and stuff is great. But what, I, what it's all about is that time to play with my son or time for me to enjoy myself. It's, it's, it's everything. And I think men especially, we turn this side off. We turn this part off. And we think if we just work, if we just provide, if we just make everybody else happy, then everything is going to be all right. And trust me out there, guys, the women in your life want you to be happy. Yeah? They want you to be the best version of yourself. It's just that they don't know how to communicate to us. They don't know how to talk to us. And, you know, we're stubborn, man. We don't want to talk. We don't want to listen. We don't want to express ourselves. And we don't know how to, yeah? We'd rather just get on with it. So many guys just go, oh, well, you know what? You just got to get on with it. That's just life. And I'm like, no, no. You, you live in this beautiful country, Australia, for those that are, that are listening in Australia. And we have every opportunity. We don't live in a third world country. We don't have bombs dropping out the front of our windows. We don't have to worry about our kids' safety as much. We don't have to worry as much about our wives. Don't get me wrong, there are terrible things that still happen in this country and I'm not saying I'm naive to all of that, but we definitely have it a lot better off than a lot of places around the world. And so we have the opportunities to be the people that we want to be. We have the opportunities to engage in so many things. We have the resources. And so many people in this world don't. 
And that's not for me, for, for you to feel sorry about it or feel bad about it. I'm just trying to say to you, if you have that opportunity, use it. Become the best version of you. Build these relationships with the people around you, your kids, your wives, yourself, so that you can become a, a fully completed person, a, a fully whole person. I think that should be the goal of every guy. So I hope that was eventful for you. I hope that was um, insightful for you. Um, it can be a, 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 um, a hard thing to navigate, especially if you've been a certain way for a very long time. But this is the thing that I would leave with you. Every generation is affected by the one before. Yeah, every generation is affected by the one before. You know, and I look at some of the my work ethic, and I definitely got that from my family. They, they were hard workers. They were immigrant parents that came to this country, and I definitely have that that work ethic. That keep working hard. That keep working hard. You know, and so that's been passed down, and I'm going to pass that work ethic down to my kids, and I think that that's a positive thing. But there's also been some things that have been passed down which haven't been so great. You know, um, about not not talking about my feelings and not being emotional and not standing up to confrontation and not standing up for what I believed in, some of those things were also passed down from my parents. And so I'll, I'll say to all the guys out there, look at what you're passing down. Look at what you're not dealing with. Look at the areas in your life that you're currently struggling, struggling with. And if you don't do anything about them, future generations are also going to be struggling with that area because they, there was no an example for them. So they're going to have to go through their lives and work it out for themselves. And so what I'm inviting you to do is to stop the suffering, stop the hurt. We should be telling our boys, have fun, be a child, be imaginative, be playful, have emotions, express yourself. We want that. And then we might have less guys killing themselves. We might have less domestic abuse. We might have less egotistical men trying to run this world. And have more of, a, more of a whole man. A peaceful man. So that's my invitation to you. Consider that. Consider not just what you're doing to yourself, but how it will influence your children and your children's children down the future. I hope you're well. I hope you are happy. Um, as always, find me on Instagram. I'm at manfulnessmen on Instagram. Website will be coming soon. I also have a bunch of things in the pipelines like men's retreats, men's coaching, men's groups. I think it's time to really start to build a community for men, by men, so that we can do the work. We can start becoming better versions of ourselves. So look out for that coming over the uh, the next few months and years as I, as I start piecing some of this stuff together. As always, I love your feedback. I love your input. If you could do me a huge, huge favor, if you can go to... Um, iTunes um, and podcast and please leave a review um, trust me it's not for me because I want everyone to have a look at all the wonderful reviews it just means more men might jump on to this podcast it also means maybe more women might jump onto this podcast which they have been and maybe they can refer it out to a man because I think we need to keep having these conversations the, the biggest thing I'm getting from most men is that they don't have anyone to talk to so we need to change that, you know, and there's certain things that a man can talk to a man about that he might not be able to talk to his wife about or to his girlfriend about. So having these conversations can be a question of life or death. I truly believe that. So if you 
can give me a review, if you can leave some words, if it's impacted you, let me know so we can encourage other men to listen, to share, and hopefully talk about their stories and what's going on in their lives. Thank you again. Have an amazing weekend, and you'll be definitely getting more podcasts coming out to you very soon. Thanks, guys.